What's up, everybody? Are you tuning in to the Challenge USA on CBS? Well, tune in to me, Tyson Apostle, as I break down each and every episode with my co-host, Amelia Wedemeyer. I'm also a contestant on the show, which gives you all the insider scoop. Amelia, how stoked are you to do this? Tyson, I'm freaking excited. I cannot wait to sit my butt down every single week to watch the show, then come here and recap it with you on the Ringer Reality TV podcast. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, and it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Welcome to Bachelor Party. This is the B-Side. I'm Juliette Littman. There's some important news that I need to address since Callie and I spoke on Monday evening. Other than that, we've got some bits and bobs. Lots going on in Bachelor Nation. I'd say it's fairly busy for the doldrums of summer, but, you know, that's why we're here. We we live for this. And to discuss it all, I'm joined by my colleague, the one, the only, Amelia Wedemeyer. Hi, Amelia. Hi, Juliet. How How are are you? you? Oh, Oh, wow. Jinx. (laughs) I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. I need to address something. Something um, was said on Monday night between Callie and I. Um, I I was so sure of myself and many people have pointed out how wrong I was. Amelia, I was certain that Jesse Palmer's wonderful friend's French pronunciations and seeming just facility with the language was due to him being a consummate host. I was certain sure. this broadcaster was just rolling with the punches. And I was like, no, he doesn't speak French. And thank you to the many, many people pointed out how wrong I likely am. Jesse Palmer is Canadian, as we know, because we discussed that when he came on Bachelor Party and I was forever impacted by his beautiful green eyes. <laughs> As a result, as many people pointed out, he is from Ottawa, where many people, as they go through school, study French. So Jesse probably speaks a little French, if not a lot. So cool. Jesse, 
I apologize for underestimating me as underestimating you, Canadians. I apologize for forgetting about this wonderful fact of Canadian life. <laughs> sure. I wish I wish I was like approaching bilingual. That seems cool. That would be cool. I mean, I will say we did get a few comments in the <laughs> d- DMs. However, I do want to bring this up. One, it's I don't find it that big of a deal whether or not he speaks French, so I don't think it's warranted to be like actually um <laughs> I, got, no, I mean, a, I got a lot of messages about it, like way more than I, than I usually do. Yeah, That's I don't. It's, weird. I don't know why it's weird, but whatever. And, I'm glad to be corrected. No problem sure, being no, wrong sure. on this podcast. But I just, I, people were I, passionate about explaining that Jesse speaks French. They are, and what's interesting to me is that they will say that they will DM the Instagram or bachelor party Instagram, and then they'll spell your name completely wrong. They'll spend, <laughs> spell it in the French way. Like, uh, you know, with two T's. Yes. And I want to be like, okay, well, if you're going to complain about this, maybe you should get the spelling of the na- of the host's name correct. But I mean, whatever. That's I appreciate you, Amelia. That's why you're a great teammate. Always got my just, back. Just saying. So, <laughs> um, Amelia, you were the president of the Jesse Palmer fan club long before I came along. How are you sure. feeling about him in his second season? Um, You know, it's hard because I don't think... I mean, I think for any host, this is probably... It's a great gig. Sure. Do I think Jesse is contributing in any meaningful way? Not really. Um, I <laughs> And I say that with all peace and love. I think he is a fun host. I've, you know, I love him on the Food Network. But he's really not doing anything other than just like, happy to be here. Happy that the check was cashed and you guys can do whatever <laughs> the heck you want. Which is like, what? That's fine. Um, but I don't really think he's adding anything. And again, it's not even that's not even I mean, I guess it is a critique, but it's just like we don't even really need a host for this show. And so in a way, he's doing his job. One thing he's I've ma- been considering. Yeah. Is it time to just have the like faceless voiceover, like the circle? You know, like the way that <laughs> Mich- Michelle Buteau is like the voice of the circle. Sure. Should there just be like the voice of the cruise, the voice of the mansion? Oh, like, the voice of the... Yeah, that would sim- be cool. Similar to Too Hot to Handle, the way that they just have like the... Um, the Alexa. Like the lava lamp. Yeah, the oh, Alexa. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah, Alexa meets lava lamp. I always <laughs> I always assume that the Alexa lava lamp was mm-hmm. to make it easy to translate because it's very easy to dub over oh. Alexa versus a human. Sure. Um, that was just always my guess, but... Oh my God. My Alexa is speaking in the background because I keep saying Alexa. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. Funny. Anyway, um, I was just thinking that. I I think you need a host for this show. Like otherwise, sure. you, you need some kind of through line, but I agree with you. He doesn't contribute. But on the other hand, I think when we had Caitlin and Tasha, I was like, they you contributed think they should- a little too much? Well, they contributed like they were too present, but they but like their net impact was was still zero, if not still, negative. Yeah, <laughs> and I so, see that's the thing. I would rather have a Jesse who's like doesn't really know what he's no doing. Expectations exactly. Then have people trying to be funny or trying to add something when there really doesn't need to be uh, anything added to a two hour show that's already kind of like it's two it's hours. Long. It's it's a little <laughs> long. Yeah, exactly. I also do enjoy just the farce of like Logan sitting down with Jesse to. Uh, confess how he's oh. feeling and then not actually leave. I mean, Callie and I talked about this. I I think that they're just like, sorry, you can't go, dude. They'll throw off the numbers too soon. We need you uh, to stay. Also, yeah. maybe, they, maybe they couldn't get off the cruise. Which... Maybe, yeah. Brings me to my next point of clarification. We wondered, was Jesse staying on the cruise? Callie didn't think so because 
who'd want to stay on a giant cruise ship like that? Many people, apparently. I did some research. Jesse, in fact, did stay on the cruise. He's a man of the people. He's a man man of of the people. people. He really is. Um, I also, I believe I read, perhaps on Reddit, maybe somewhere, somewhere else, the guys couldn't really use most of the facilities. Like, they had to stay in, like, a very few number of of rooms and they were on separate floors. Mm. Which just sounds like a crazy mind game. It's kind of like, you know you're on this giant vessel, but you have to stay in a very contained space. I mean, that That sounds miserable. Really, really weird to me. I I don't really get it. Um, I don't know. The whole boat thing, I've talked about this a lot. It's just so confusing to me. It's confusing and I just... So they... There was no one else on this ginormous cruise. It was just the Bachelor people and production. I believe so, as far that as I can tell. Is so that Taylor Swift is somewhere applauding because that is such a horrible waste of resources. And like that, you just oh my god, increase your carbon footprint by infinite numbers it's that's wild that's so irresponsible i'm sorry that actually makes me upset that's i know it's crazy bad. i believe they were on the valiant lady um oh. if i was looking into this i was just like i don't know well, i don't know actu- i think yes well actually sorry to interrupt you but as you know i run the twitter account for bachelor party and i did a little pick of rachel because she looked like regina george when she was looking out at she did look like her. The I love that. Right? Isn't yes. that funny? I think also part of it was she was wearing she was wearing the flare jeans, just like Regina George. She, she and was. Then, and then Regina and, George wears like the boat neck sweater and she's the, wearing off the one, shoulder. Yeah. yeah. She's wearing the the one shouldered sweater. So it's sort of like an like an offbeat sweater. That was uh, that was great work by you. Oh, thank you. Well, I'm a huge Mean Girls fan. Um and but interestingly enough, I bring this up because Virgin Voyages, the verified account, replied and they were like, and she's doing it. On our fabulous, massive suite, part of our mega <laughs> rock star quarters on Virgin Voyages. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Thank you. I, Virgin right. Voices Voyages are adult-only cruises. So, like, I just got to say, if Virgin and Warner Brothers are not working together to create, like, celebrity cruise, but it's Bachelor Nation, I don't, I don't know... People should be fired. It's just sitting right there for them. I mean, that's actually think, a good point. <laughs> don't you think a lot of people would pay to basically like have be on a bachelor cruise? Yes, yeah, be on a bachelor totally. cruise. Totally, hundred percent. Yes, and you just like you know, for the same people, I, I think that's like a way better use of everyone's time than the Bachelor Live Tour, Bachelor Cruise. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that is actually a good point. Yeah, you totally. can get content out of it. And oh, totally. You don't even, they don't even need to be that long. And like, you, there's so many Bachelor people who could be on it. They could like switch in and out. And like, what are they doing? It. Yeah. You, yeah. You bill it as like, it's real life paradise, but on a boat. And that, you're giving them great. free stuff. Yeah. <laughs> free ads. Oh my God. That really does. Cause I, I know that the Property Brothers had mm. a cruise. I know yes. Backstreet Boys had a cruise. Oh, Amelia. I'm very familiar. Um. <laughs> I would, I have, per, I have a personal prohibition against going on cruises, but. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos of the Backstreet Boys See? cruise as a super fan. So, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, and they could do like little offshoots of like, you know, meet Franco LaCosta and have him style yeah. you or like some exactly. dumb stuff like that, you know? Or, yeah, getting to reenact some of the dates they've done like on the Caribbean oh, that would be or whatever. Fun. Yeah, especially if it's like a, adults only. Like, I just, I don't know what we're doing if, if not the Bachelor cruise. So, it's Warner so Brothers, true. you're welcome. Get on it. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Some more bips and bobs, some more bits and bobs that I want to hit. Um, so Hayden, I was worried. I'm not a dog person, so I'm not also not a sociopath, but I'm not a dog person. Um, I was worried that my my lack of um, empathy for like someone's pet being terminally ill was clouding my opinion about Hayden. So I was delighted to see the fan reaction this week. Just be like this mf'er who's citing his dog. I was really happy about that. Um, yeah. So thank you, Bachelor Nation, for being sane in at least one right. respect. It's pretty disgusting the way he used his dying dog as like a prop to propel him forward in the weeks to come. And not only that, but just like, if you really cared as much about your dog as you say you do, you wouldn't be on The Bachelorette. Like, Seriously. I, it's just, that's crazy also, to me. He brought the dog's like favorite chew toy, <laughs> depriving the dog of his toy. <laughs> Truly, that's so messed up. <laughs> it's so bizarre. And so then he apologized on Monday night. Um, however, plot twist. He's deleted the apology. It's gone. It's gone. It's nowhere to be seen. It's just absolutely sociopath behavior. <laughs> He's the sociopath, not me. Right. Um, yeah, it's truly shocking. I don't even know what to say, but I just wanted to note it because I thought it was such a ridiculous uh, turn of events. In fact, I didn't even realize you told me about it, but like... He's got to be one of the most hated people to ever go on the show. I think, like, universally reviled. There's nothing really about him. And the thing is, there's no... There really doesn't need to be a discourse around him either no. because I think sometimes there is discourse around these people. There's discourse around Greg. You remember that whole thing? And, I, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but for Hayden, it's like, either you're a sane person and you know this man is just plain psychotic and evil or... Or you're his mom and you're like, I love him. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just one yeah. of those things. I think the combination of um, him being mad at Rachel for not responding the mm. way that he wanted her to. Oh. And then obviously comparing her to his girlfriend and allegedly making a comment about Rachel's breasts and then calling Gabby rough around the edges and also not understanding that just because you do like a self-deprecating joke, you doesn't mean that like you're giving other people the permission to use it against you. There's really like no way to flip it to be like, well, actually like the production has made him look bad. Like that's what I think you were getting at with like Greg and other people. Totally. Yeah. But Hayden just said a lot of really just ugly things. So really vile. Just like, yes. how He's... dare you say that? Yes. Like, you suck. Like there's <laughs> nothing else to be said other than no, you, there is no excuse. You're a shitty person and I never want to see you on my television ever again. Yeah. Agreed. Um, Gabby and Rachel appeared on uh, Bachelor Happy Hour, the official Bachelor podcast earlier nice. this week. They said something uh, really important that many people have been wondering about. So week two, as you probably recall, Rachel sends home sorry, Rachel sends home Jordan, the drag car racer. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We had a lot of questions about why she was able to do that. Like, didn't she need Gabby's permission? Like, um. what was this lawlessness? So they asked <laughs> on the show, and uh, it turns out that Gabby was... Uh, she gave the okay. Rachel called her from the date. Gabby had been Aww. sleeping, and she, like, talked to her about it, and Gabby said, yeah, that's fine. So... I thought that was pretty interesting. Also, I thought it was interesting that they clarified because I'm sure that that was like a response to um, people, being people like, asking. And I yeah. and they often like kind of ignore the audience in that way. So I, sure. I was 
kind of surprised by that. But um, that's just a clarification I was really glad to get. Thank you so much, Gabby and Rachel. That's interesting because, see, I don't care. When I saw that, I was like, okay, great, next. Uh, but <laughs> but I'm happy that people got a clarification if, if they needed it, you know? I really enjoy how much Gabby and Rachel are... It doesn't even seem like he's, they're, they're going out of their way, which is what I was about to say, but... Mm-hmm. I just really appreciate that Gabby and Rachel, um, their friendship really does seem genuine. And mm-hmm. it would be a lot harder to watch this season if we knew that they now hated each other or they were like now on bad terms. So totally. You know, I'm relieved by that. And I also just find it like really heartwarming. I, I love friendships. So definitely. Well, I think also it's one of those things, and I know we make fun of it a lot. It's like, how can you, how can this person be your best friend after yeah. knowing them after two two weeks? But I do think in life and I've had this happen numerous times, and I'm sure you have as well, where you meet people and you just like click right off the bat. And I think these two girls just clicked. And not only that, they are bound by trauma from a one Clayton, whatever the heck his last name is, who, can I just say really quickly, because I haven't been on this podcast in a while, the amount of people becoming upset over the quote-unquote, I'm not going to call it bullying, but the perceived bullying that happened in the first episode where, like, those teens were singing a song about how he sucks uh-huh. and stuff. I was like, you're really going to get upset about that? Serious? After what he did to them? And also, it that's not bullying. Like, you need to check your definition. You need to go to dictionary.com and type in bullying and really read the real definition there. Also, they did move on from it for a fairly quickly. Also, And that, all- too. All the men knew by Gabby and Rachel at that point was that they had been through this with, with Clayton. I, I agree with you. I didn't really think it was that big of a deal. It's and also, like, like, Clayton's fine. And also, his last name is Eckerd. It, oh, okay. I, I forgot, but I just remembered as we were talking. Now, okay, so, got it. It's just I, like, you I know. I didn't really care. I just was like, same. okay, like, let's move on with him because I, I don't like him, but it just wasn't, right. wasn't a big deal. Well, that's deal. another thing. It's like, why are we dwelling on this man? Like, I don't, I never, again, I never want to see his face again. So, you know. I really find it surprising um, that uh, they are still together. Honestly, I really didn't think they'd last really? this long. Yeah, I don't know why, but I just like I just didn't have a lot of faith in them. Um, you know, I don't really have any thoughts. I'm sorry. You're I just, just don't. I just, just don't eliminated care. Eliminated them from your consciousness. I really, you know, once these seasons roll over, I'm just like, nope. Got to move, move some stuff around in the brain to, you know. <laughs> For more, for more trashy reality television. Yeah. Um. All right. Next, we're moving on to talking about some Bachelor Nation alums. First, mm. Nate from Michelle's season, Michelle's ex fiance. Right. He went on Rodney's family vacation, and I just have to say, I think this is adorable. <laughs> I really I love it. I love it too. He like went kayaking with them, and I don't know, just like all this cute stuff. I. I really liked it. I that's sweet. I, I still like Nate. There was all this. There were these rumors that he was dating Deandra or something like that. Oh, because he like touched her leg in a video, but <laughs> okay, or in a photo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but I just thought that was really cute. I, I and also hey, it was yeah. a good reminder to me that I gotta get some of the, some back contestants on. Like here's a, yeah. here's my long list: Rodney, yes. Andrew, Andrew S. Sure, yeah. Um, Nate. Mm, yeah, I'd like to talk to Nate. <laughs> You're like, no. I don't know. At first, it's like, eh, I don't know. But yeah, both of them. Justin from Katie's season. Justin. He was uh, Final Four, but like we knew almost nothing oh, about him. yes, 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 And yes, that's yes, why you can't remember faces. him right now. 
Yeah, yeah the faces. Yeah, yeah. That's, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I want to talk to all those guys, but I think a lot of them will be on Paradise. So we'll have to see. Mm. That seems like it could be a fall project. I would also love if Greg came on the podcast. Yes. Me too. Would love that. I'd actually. also love to have Greg. Ooh, as well. I feel like he would say some great stuff. So. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. With Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot, you can upgrade your home with up to $2,400 off select kitchen packages from top brands like Maytag. Enhance your kitchen with the exclusive Maytag French door refrigerator and fingerprint-resistant stainless steel only at the Home Depot. And with dual power filtration on the Maytag Tall Tub dishwasher, you can skip soaking and scrubbing. Right now, get Memorial Day savings up to $2,400 off select kitchen packages at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Pricing valid May 16th through June 5th, U.S. only. See store online for details. Katie and Nick Vial got into yet another spat. Do you know what happened? Kerfuffle. All I know is like, honestly, I watched the video and it was such like a non, non thing. But people made it into a bigger thing than it really should have been, and it was just like she was like, he doesn't support me. And Nick was like, I don't like you. And then his girlfriend came in and was like, I have the text receipts and I'm going to spill the tea. <laughs> so that was it, kind of. Ugh, just tedious. Um, Nick has a book coming out. And as a result, he got like a, a profile in the style section of the New York Times. I assume this will be in Sunday's paper in a few days. Um, it's also available online if you want it's to read it. It's available online, yes. That's how I, I read about it. Same. And <laughs> Nick is a friend of the pod. Uh, however, I would say the journalist who wrote this, Anna Peel, cannot possibly like Nick because I would say she had some really savage moments in this piece. I mean, I was kind of, I was kind of shocked. Um, really, I, I don't know why. I just, I don't think the style section, like, usually, <laughs> is this kind cutting? Of, yeah, like it's usually yeah. like a safe place to be interviewed. Um, well. But, where was the Britney, Britney Sam Asgari profile? Was that in style? Because that one was pretty rude, too. When was that? Oh, this was like months ago. This is like oh. almost a year ago. But any, I'm mm. sorry, I'm off topic. No, but anyway. no, it's a, it's a good question. I don't I don't remember. But I do think there's like a snobbiness to the style section where it's like, <laughs> sure. if you are at a certain like, if you're closer to like use the New York Magazine um barometer of like if you're like low if you're closer to low brow oh sure you, they're a lot ruder to you and like <laughs> this is one of the ruder pieces i've read in the style section in a long time mm -hmm. i just want to can i just read you a couple of lines from please it? yes um 
This was the one that really stood out to me the most. Mr. Vial's home is filled with art, some of which he is more knowledgeable than others. He chose many of the modern pieces himself. But when I asked him about a reproduction print of a paste painting by Gustav Klimt, Mr. Vial said, pardon me? It emerged that the more classic works were furnished by his girlfriend, Natalie Joy, a 24-year-old model and surgical tech who works for a plastic surgeon who specializes in eye lifts. <laughs> I was like, there's nothing like using a like a famous artist to shade someone. It is like so true. It is one of the snootiest and most cutting ways to to like try to indicate someone's uh, level of intellect. And that is so. That's a great point. It really is. It is harsh. (laughs) Um, It is harsh. And not only that, they just cut down her whole gig. You know, which. Honestly, I'm surprised they didn't use the whole fact that she got into that um, Instagram comment post thing with uh, Billie Eilish's older brother where she she literally lifted word Word for for word word, several (laughs) posts from his girlfriend, from Billie Eilish's brother's girlfriend that she had posted about Phineas. It's honestly... It's inexplicable. It's inexplicable. It's highly embarrassing and just i that's all i think about when i, I don't like whenever she gets it, brought right? up i don't i don't know i don't i guess not i don't it's, think they did but yeah it's 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 honestly inexplicable like i don't it's I don't very really strange it. it's like is this <laughs> performance art like what's going on here <laughs> um a few more quotes from the article um this is <laughs> again this is an appeal writing um she wrote uh mr when his publicist expressed hesitation that I wanted to go to Mr. Vial's home for interviews, I mentioned other celebrity houses I'd gone, I'd gone to for articles, including Ryan Reynolds. Then, right before I met with Mr. Vial, Mr. Reynolds appeared on the Netflix series My Next Guest Needs No Introduction and made pizza for David Letterman. Was the choice to cook the same thing for me a coincidence? I watched that one, Mr. Vial said, noting that he's been compared to Mr. Reynolds before. I don't know if that makes me narcissistic, but I just think he's really funny and talented. <laughs> Um, apparently the pizza was very good. She also added that. She Um, did add that. That was nice. Yes. And I, that's, I'd love some homemade pizza. But also, it's pretty hard to fuck up pizza. I will say that. You know, I have never tried. Um, I think if you're making your own dough, there's a lot of room for error, but, uh, I assume he was not doing that. Um, anyway, I just also want to note the, I'm just going to read the full corrections to you. Uh, you know, after they publish something, when there's an error, they update it with the correction at the uh, bottom. Yes. <laughs> it starts off fine. Let me know if anything sticks out to you. <laughs> okay. An earlier version of this article misidentified the season of The Bachelorette in which Ben Higgins was a contestant. He was on Caitlin Bristow's season, not Andy Dorfman's. The article also referred incorrectly to promotional plans for Nick Vial's book. His public relations team wanted him to appear on Live with Ryan and Kelly. He has not been invited to be a guest on the show. <laughs> And the article misspelled the given name of a former Bachelor God. producer. He is Elon Gale, not E-L-O-N. <laughs> Rude to Elon Gale, honestly. Um, uh, seriously, we don't like name misspellings here, but... Um, we don't. <laughs> savage way of pointing out he has not been invited to be on live with Regis and Kelly. Or, oh my God, yeah. Kelly and Ryan, excuse me. Uh, 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 oof, that's tough. Oh my God. Well, it not only is that <laughs> tough, but he goes on to say that, you know, he, I feel, you know, I know you're friends with Nick, but he has, he does this thing where it's like, 
It's a lot of excuses to explain things. And he's just like, well, I don't think that Kelly would like me because I've already been on the show. And I don't think she would like a guy who from The Bachelor writing an advice book for women and, and just like excuses, excuses, excuses. And then once again, he mentions Ryan Reynolds, which I, I thought was funny. Another Ryan Reynolds mention. And me it's just too. like, <laughs> OK, all righty. Just whew. the yeah. funny thing about the Ryan Reynolds comparison is I actually do. um I like Ryan Reynolds. I don't like feel strongly about him, but I do think of like Ryan Reynolds as a very specific type of um, physique archetype, which is sort of, I I think Amanda and I talk, I've talked about this a lot. I call it like the Ryan Reynolds, which is a guy who's like totally ripped and like mm. so like ridiculous abs, but you're sure if they stopped working out for like a week, they would go away. And like, it's like <laughs> very hard to maintain. And I say that with... I don't mean, I mean, as someone Sorry. who barely works out, I mean, I, it's not like I have like some pedestal to stand on here. And it's not like I'm like, you know, look at me. I'm so f- naturally fit. I'm certainly not. But it's just a very specific Ryan Reynolds thing because I remember yeah. when he wasn't like that. And totally. Now, and so <laughs> I just thought it was funny that, um, that, that for that reason that Nick keeps referring to him. Nick yeah, is well, also very in shape, as we know from his Instagram. He, yeah, sure. And he's he's getting more tattoos as the days march on. Um, I, I think also there's not yet. It's not even a likability about Ryan Reynolds is that it's, he just is the bar is low and yeah. he just so happens to pass the bar each time for multiple, not really like it just, it's like, yeah, he's handsome enough. Yeah. He's funny enough. Is he the most handsome? Is he the most funny? No, but he is enough that it's, it'll suffice for a lot of people. I think. Yeah. Seriously. Which was a read. So I apologize, but. Here I am, well, you know. All right, two two more things real quick. Yes. Maddie, Madison from mm. Peter's season, engaged after several, just a few months to her billionaire boyfriend, photo spread in People magazine. Wow. She's going to have sex is, for the first time. This is she exciting. She's going to have sex for the first time. Um, I am worried about People magazine. Was this money well spent really? paying for those photos? I mean, come on. Oof. Well, well yes, we're, we're talking about it, but this is a Bachelor podcast, so that's why. That's true. I, but I do think people is they're just they're into covering the bachelor, bachelorette, bachelor nation, if you will, because there are enough people who are interested in it. And it's kind of low hanging fruit at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maddie's like posted a lot about it since. I don't know why I'm calling her Maddie. She's always been Madison to me. I think it's just like somehow it's been implanted in my mind. Anyway. She's been posting a lot about it. Um, I wonder if this marriage could last. On the one hand, I'm like, absolutely not. They just met. But on the other, some people just like don't get divorced. And I could see Madison being a person who doesn't get divorced. Oh, total. I mean, uh, from all indications of who she is as a person. I mean, not that I know who she is as a person, but yeah, from what we know about her. Yeah, exactly. I can definitely see that. But I mean, you know, happy for them. Good luck, I guess. I don't, I just, also, it's really funny because like you bring up, for some reason, you saying Madison brought up um, another Instagram uh, kerfuffle, if you will, when she remember was discovered that she was yes, <laughs> she had a secret Instagram a finsta where she was saying like, Maddie, you are so real, genuine and real, <laughs> genuine and real. <laughs> so that's so good, so so <laughs> yeah. good. Um, and lastly, one more front of the pod shout out, Sam Rollins, uh, who's been on the show before, wrote a lengthy two profile. friends of the pod, yeah, of a long gal, another recent friend. Uh, I would say it's in bustle. Check it out. Um, you know, she points to that the bachelor's really changed since Elon left, which a lot of people have been saying for a mm. while. And I, I think it's true. 
uh, myself. Yeah. Definitely. Ha- I mean, there's also some other factors, but I, I do think like he had a very specific approach and and the the leads always really liked him and the contestants too. So and true. It's, it's definitely worth reading. And I also want to mention it because F Boy Island season two just mm. wrapped. And yeah. have you watched that? Yes. Did I you watch am, all of it? I've, I'm on the second to last episode. So okay. almost there. If you want to okay. spoil me, I don't care. That's fine. No, I, I haven't finished it, but I want to ask you. Yeah. What is one lesson that The Bachelor or Bachelorette with its dual leads could learn from FYI Island, which has three leads? I mean, I don't really think there is anything to learn because okay. I I think they're kind of doing it in the way... I, it is interesting that there was never any drama between... Because there are three leads mm-hmm. and there was only... I don't even think there were like 20 guys even. There may be like... 16 guys or something. Um, or maybe there were 20, but it wasn't... Didn't feel as, like a ton. Exactly. And you couldn't they remember knew, all of them. Right. And they knew right off the bat who was paired up with who and no one... There was no switching of anything. And I think that also has to do with that half the guys there are there for the wrong reason and they, they want the money. So they're going right. to kind of hone in on one girl and try to work her, you know? So I think yeah. there's that element to it. But really... No uh, trading of uh, suitors mm. there, which which I find interesting. And maybe there was and we just didn't see it. I don't know. Interesting. All right. I'm going to watch or that talk too. About I mean, I, I've heard it's a really good season. So I'm going to catch yeah, it. It's, it's on fun. HBO Max. It um, is on HBO Max. Yeah. For now, at least. For HBO now. Max. Right. HBO Max is like, re- like removing <laughs> shows. It's very strange. I know. So you got to watch it now. Now <laughs> or never. <laughs> Get on it, people. Yeah. <laughs> um... I think that's it on our news and notes, bits and bobs roundup. Amelia, thank you so much for joining me. This was really fun. Thank um, you. Once again, I just want to say, Jesse can speak French. We get it. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> um, thank you to Devin Manzi for producing this episode. Callie and I will be back on Monday night as per usual. And I hope you got a great weekend. Um, don't forget to check out the Ringer Reality TV podcast for so much more reality TV coverage. Also, if this is of interest to you, I appeared on The Town with Matt Bellany to talk about Will Smith. Um, That was earlier in the week, so check that out. And that's it. Hope you're not sick of my voice. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. 